You are listening to an all-new episode of the Model Experience Podcast, live from the Model House. The Model Experience is the number one resource for models. Real models, real stories, real resources. Visit themodelexperience.net to learn more and be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Model Experience. Welcome to the Model Experience Podcast. It's your girl, Rio Summers, coming to you live from the Model House, and I'm here with my co host. First of all, we have actress and super producer, our very own. Yes, super producer. Super, super producer. Our very own big sis, Lamaya. Good. Oh, my credit, boo. And then straight ahead for me, you can't see her, but she's absolutely stunning. My co author of Posing 101 and the CEO of the Model Experience, Miss Ashley Runway. We're so excited for today's podcast. Initially, we started this podcast because in the modeling and entertainment industry, overall, it's just tough. Yeah. It's rough out there. Casting to casting, check to check, check to audition check. to audition. <laughs> right. There's a lot of struggle in this like business. So we wanted to put kind of a resource together for the models to listen and kind of put their roadmap together. Mm-hmm. And really, when you're putting your roadmap together or you're taking advice, it should be from people that are actually experts. doing it or experts. Doing it, yeah. So that's kind of the purpose of this show. And I mean, we really <laughs> just wanted to start this as a resource for actors and models. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a damn good job, might I add? <laughs> okay. <laughs> According to the reviews and everybody chiming in. No, for real, though, a lot of the stuff that I'm reading is that people are actually taking away stuff from these experts and using it and it's kind of paving the way for them or really giving them a lot of direction so I'm really excited about the feedback that we're getting back from this yes yeah. and we've had some really good guests come on so far yeah. Don Benjamin Sean Ross Dottori Turner Nikki Howard the list goes on but today's guest is extra 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 special to us she's currently in two blockbuster hits in theaters now. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, the Intruder, which is with Dennis Quaid and Michael Ely, and one of my favorites, Shazam. Shazam! Shazam! And not only is she in the movies and she's a movie star, but she is a philanthropist. She's also a director. We added that to the resume. She's a director. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just an all around motivating, inspiring woman and I'm proud to call her my sister Miss Megan Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're very excited to have you. And before we get started, um, I know I just thanked you, but I want to thank you again, just because you've been such a big supporter of the movement, and you coming to the shows is more than just like, oh, a celebrity is here. It's really like you've expressed some interest into them, and I feel like it gives like the models that are on board like some light, like, oh my God, like look at who might see me, or right. you know, like what the opportunity could be. So mm-hmm. and just that positive energy that you give out. Yeah. It's really important that they feel supported. No, yeah. I think that's important. Like at the end of the day, I think no matter what we're, you know, blessed to be able to do for a living, it really is about giving back to each other. That's the one thing, one purpose that we all have in common and that we all share. And it really is about giving back to, you know, the generation behind us and even our generation who's just starting out or whatever. So yeah. it for me it gives me a lot of like joy to show up up and be a part and nice. to support and to you know Aww, let people see, know she likes it yeah <laughs> and it's fun the show's fun nice. yeah. yeah and i don't i mean 
most of you know that a lot of the people that we work with are brand new talent, people yeah. who are just trying to break into the industry. And so with that being said, you know, we know that there's usually a lot of adversity. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, we want to know what are some of the things that you had to go through mm-hmm. to get to this point? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I mean, there's been a lot of things along the way. One of the first kind of things, starting out as a kid, as you know, is that we grew up um, in a predominantly white neighborhood where there was a lot of racism yeah. um, and a lot of people who didn't believe in us and told us that the things we wanted to accomplish weren't realistic for us and to think or dream in a different way that was a little more obtainable. Um, like think yeah, smaller. No, yeah, yes. basically. Exactly. <laughs> or what's your plan B? Which I think it's smart to have a plan B. However, I think if you have a plan B, you most likely end up with a plan B. Mm, and yeah. so, um, and then you know, along the way, it was just you know getting into the business and struggling with um, just getting a job. You know, getting an opportunity, and then you get a job, and then it's like, but I'm capable of so much more. Like I really want to do something in this space with that space, and um, knowing that it was going to take patience, it was going to take perseverance, it doing the work mm-hmm. and just really believe in God that if that's like the the dream and desire that he's put in your heart then he'll bring it full circle and so um, and then it was like you know just in in the industry hearing a lot of times that they're not going to hire a black girl to play the lead right. or um, racism within the industry just all kinds kind of, of different stuff stereotypes yeah and, so everybody needs to know you're gonna face some yeah. adversity along the journey. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like, it's like just, you took a leap of faith in yourself. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, and a leap of faith in God. It's just you know I think I'm a true believer that if you want to do something, you should talk to God about it first. And then when you do talk to mm-hmm. Him, when He gives you that peace in your heart that you're doing the right thing, you're absolutely unstoppable. For There's sure. nothing that no one can say or do. There There's are no, no limits. Yeah. doors that get shut in your face or people who don't believe in you along the way. When you believe what you know in your heart is right. You just keep trucking along and you'll get there. So that's almost a starting point. Maybe start there with that mental and like yeah. understanding. Yeah. Which is supposed to because be. I think it has to be bigger than just, you know, I want to model, or I want to act, or I want to do this, I want to do that. It's like, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to put right. into the world? Who do you want to be? And when you start with that place, from that place, then however you artistically express it and whatever you pursue is, is a part of something deeper and bigger than yourself and that's the thing that helps you navigate as you go along because probably success, helps with like rejection too oh it helps with rejection it helps with doing really well and then having a really hard right. time <laughs> and doing really like, well yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's seasonal thing but that moral compass and that um truth within your side yourself is really what kind of guide you along so the way so speaking of unstoppable and just to add on to everything else you just said, um, what do you feel was your breakthrough moment as an mm-hmm. actress, right. as a model, just just as like Megan Good, because you know, there's like Megan Good, the actress, and then you do like your magazine covers right. and stuff, and right. then, you know, like we have all these different layers to it. What was your breakthrough moment as like Megan Good? When did you know like, oh wow, this is like really <laughs> happening? Yeah. Um, but there was a few different ones that I, and I honestly feel like um, I, I haven't like experienced them all yet, you know? Yeah, but yeah. One of them was, was getting Eve's Bayou I was 14 mm-hmm. and I had been in the business since I was four and I had been trying to like get a part where I actually had lines and like <laughs> you know and then it's like when I got my first little lines and like Friday I had like two lines so I was like girl number two you know but it was like moving on up I like, and moving on up that's true that's true talking about start from the bottom uh, but literally it was like I wanted to just show people like I'm a dramatic actress. I can do things that are like deeper and heavy, even for my age. And um, so that was like a breakthrough moment for me when I finally got that part. And then I think like my first magazine cover was like, oh, which, which one? Which one? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. 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 
Come on. I think it? I know what was it was. It, I think it was black women. Was it King? I thought it was King. It was King. <laughs> no, no, no. I did, I did black women before that. Didn't did I? The cover, though? I yeah, think I did a cover, cover for them. Um, she she going to go back in that. Uh, but yeah, the first cover, it was just like, oh my God, I'm on the cover of a magazine. And like, <laughs> it's just the coolest, like most amazing experience, you know, it's like bucket list. And then, you know, like now I just, I got my first figurine. Like that was like, wow. Yes. Yes. Figurine. Shazam, like, she has a figurine. Yeah. She's like got a oh, how yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But I think what's dope about what she's saying is that kind of in the industry, it's not just about one breakthrough, it's about many breakthroughs. Yes. Yeah. And allowing yeah. yourself to enjoy each process. You said like a, a bucket list, that bucket <laughs> list probably grows. Yeah, every time you accomplish something, yeah. you, you have something new you want to accomplish. Usually. Do you feel you have to like reinvent yourself oh, yeah. too with the mm. breakthroughs? Because it yeah. could be like, oh, I just wanted to like get to this level. And yeah. then you get to that level and you're like, I can do so much more. I, I agree. And I think like one of the things that people don't realize, like take for instance, someone who wins an Oscar, that is the hardest thing to find the right job after you've won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. How do you stay Ooh, relevant? Yeah. How do you get the second Oscar? How do you do something that's like, yeah, yeah how do you that get the second Oscar? Or how do you have something that's quality with, with what people expect from you now? Yeah. Well, we you know? the same think way with the shows because yeah. it's like every show has to be better than the last yeah, to right. some degree. Exactly. So it's like, how are we And every time we have a really good show and okay. everybody shows up and it's like the right amount of, we yeah. definitely like, okay, so now. To the next thing, and, that, and I think that's it. You're you're elevating and you're reinventing to some degree the model of whatever you are. No pun intended, but kind of pun intended <laughs> is constantly evolving and yeah. elevating. You know, that's great. So throughout your career, do you practice or have you? Let me start here. Have you? Did you see yourself here? I don't even know where here is, honestly. <laughs> okay. I just saw myself as a kid who wanted to act and do it for fun and enjoy myself doing it. And I wanted to be in big movies one day, but mostly scary movies. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yes, and, hey. and, I can like, her <laughs> stuff around the house. No, yeah. for real. The intruder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She practiced for that. I can say roughly we started around like six, seven. Yeah. She's been she's rolling around, swear. Yeah. You guys don't even know. <laughs> oh, she was full on movies when it was just us in the house. <laughs> so I promise you. And she'd be in the bathroom right here talking to herself. She's like, and that, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not. I'm like looking in the face. Like, what the hell is going on? She'd just be talking to herself in the mirror, doing her little roles. So for yeah. me, visualization works. Have mm. you ever done anything like that or like yeah. manifested or? Yeah, I think now, I probably more in the last few years, I think with, I visualized myself as a superhero. Nice. And then I followed it up by doing the work. You know, I was like, okay, it's not here yet but I'm believing God that it's gonna come, so here's the work. I'm gonna get a trainer, I'm gonna start learning Taekwondo, I'm gonna start doing uh, Kapoweta, I'm gonna start conditioning my body to get in the best shape of my life, and I just started doing the work, and then a year and a half later, I got Are that you, part. Are you like the only female superhero of color today? No, Tessa Thompson okay. was in, was in um, Storm. Storm, Holly Berry. Holly Berry. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah. But I am, but I am Am I the first one in DC? DC? I might be. I think you might be. I might be. Back check, back check. Yeah. (laughs) Back back check, back back check, guys. Don't be mad at you on that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell us about your audition process, Megan. Do you still have to audition, or is it just like you kind of walk in and they're like, Oh my God, we know this is, we love her. She's amazing. Uh, Both. 
sometimes it's like certain people they're like oh we want to see Megan and you know they're happy to see me I've been seeing them for years and they're rooting for me to get the part um, and sometimes I don't even audition I just go in there and talk to the director or whatever and then other times it's like yeah we're familiar with her work or yeah we like her but we don't know if she can do this we've never seen her do that or or I don't really know who she is I've maybe seen her before I don't you know so it's every situation is different so for me I try one of my number one rules is never believe your own hype and it's important because you want to keep your humility. You want to check in with yourself and make sure you're not playing yourself by thinking of yourself higher than you should. Because <laughs> we got a lot of people are playing. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's like, and it, yeah, listen. And, and I think when you do that, what happens is that your identity becomes what you do and then you have no identity mm. outside of that. And so then when you're not able to do what you want to do in certain seasons or at the capacity that you want to do it, then you have no sense of self. And then that's when people so get true. depressed and start doing drugs and drinking and whatever else. So for me, I walk into every room like it's my first opportunity, like a fresh face coming in there, you know, hoping to get this. I do every bit of work. I don't cut corners. I don't come in there with any type of, well, I've been in the business for 30 years. Yeah. You know, I don't do none of that. I come in there humble and appreciative for the opportunity and do the best I can to get yeah. the job. And it's yeah. funny because now that you direct, you're on both sides of the camera. Yeah. So you're in casting sessions as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. This is like a two part question. Because what are some major no-nos for people when they come into casting sessions? Right. Have you learned to not do those no-nos in your auditions? Yeah. Have you learned from these auditions? Yeah. Well, one of them is, and this goes for across the board, don't come in with a bunch of makeup. I didn't know that. Like, when I was young, er, I used to, yeah, when I was young, um, I used to go in. I like the er. Like, I used to go in like, a face full of makeup and um, like sometimes they would tell my manager like why does she have so much makeup on she's like 26 like what is she doing you know <laughs> and I didn't think it was that much but evidently they did so um, one is you know come in like natural put your like purest version of yourself for forth with considering the character but also like you know let them see you as you you know and then um, be prepared know your lines always be off book even if you hold the paper in your hand know the lines front to back so that when they're throwing stuff at you or giving you notes or whatever you can adjust quickly um and don't get freaked out when you mess up you know just yeah. start over so it's a no-no to go oh my god okay wait i guess can i just start over can i start yeah i've had moments like that though where i couldn't get it together and i was just like i'm doing the lines and then i was like i'm sorry can i start over which wasn't a big deal but then i got in my head about the i'm sorry can i start over and then it was three i'm sorry can i start overs afterwards can you do one more? and then legit when she was like no honey i, th I think i got it i started crying in the oh, oh, oh. and then i went yeah. in my car and legit cried for like half an hour because I was so embarrassed. It's so sad because yeah. there's so much pressure and it's funny being on the other side of the yeah. casting, casting room because you're looking and we're just people just like they're just people. When you're on yeah. the other side yeah. I just be feeling so bad because I know the anxiety and the energy and the like anxiousness that goes yeah. into you're sitting in front of these people you want a job, you want to do what you love Yeah. And it's so so funny because it did put a new perspective for me like, yeah. on audition it does. process. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they don't give you the job. God gives you the job. Exactly. All you got to do is go in there and do the best you can do and try your best to be comfortable and be a normal human being and then just go into your craft and do you know what you've been gifted to do. Right. That took me a long time to learn. I honestly just stopped auditioning like in the last two years with the intent of like, I got to get this job. Mm -hmm. I started going in like, 
I'm just going to go in there and, and do, do the best, the best I that can. I can do with this character. And if they want me, they want me, you know? And, yeah. and I just took a lot of pressure off myself that way. So you'd say that is, is it 50% mental, 50% like, like physical preparation or like yeah. how much of this mental plays into it and how do you get into the right headspace? Um, well, I think mental plays into it in a big way because if you get in your head, you're starting to shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. So learning how to not get in your head or learning how to, if you get in your head, how do I pull myself out of that and remind myself like, it's not that serious. Let's not go this place. Well, let's how not do you fall. do that? Uh, I just talk to myself. <laughs> literally, I'm like, how do you yeah. do that? So literally, if I'm in a room and I feel myself going off the edge, I'll tell them. I'll just be like, hold on one second. I'm going to take a minute. And I'll take a minute. And there's the anxiety of, like, you know they're looking at you, but I just choose. I'm like, this moment belongs to me. Yeah. I am in the room. I am controlling this room. This is my moment. I'm going to take what I need to get myself there. And then I'm going to start. I'll take off my shoes in an audition. <laughs> yeah. I'll sit on the floor in an audition. I make the space mine so I can be as comfortable as I can be. And you know that, but but I do think it with the physical part, it is doing the work and the preparation, like doing yeah. the studying, knowing the lines, dr you know, dressing like the character um, as much as possible, all of that stuff. And then once you get in the room, that's when it becomes mental because. You know, nobody ever does their best work in an audition because you, you're literally like, I hope I get the job. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. A little, but it's like, as close as you can get there. Yeah. But you sure. know, that's a good tip for models coming on the runway because it's like you have to make that space yours. yours. No yeah. matter what happens, we've had so some true. funny things happen on the runway. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, and like, you really have to get into that headspace and just say, you know what? I'm just gonna own it. Yeah, I'm gonna walk that girls it. cry in the back, like yes. not to air their laundry, but like boyfriends break up with yeah. their yeah. moms yeah. don't show up. Like life happens. Yeah, it and does. you just gotta be able to find their space, tune it out, and channel it out. It so speaking of that, how do you tune out like the noise, like yeah. the the haters, the fashion police, the yeah. IG comments? Yeah, I mean, um, when I'm at work. And partially it's because I started so young, but when it comes down to me being where I need to be and knowing my lines and being a pleasant person and giving people mm -hmm. a pleasant experience working with me, anything else. That was key right there. Yeah. Yes, please say that again. For, for <laughs> being, <laughs> being a pleasant person and giving people a pleasant experience working with me. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, this is, this is, this is a day in your life you will never get back. This right. is time in your life you will never get back. And you want to enjoy every day. And you want it to be a positive experience for you and the people around you. And, and when it's not that, people will walk away and talk about you. They'll say you have a bad attitude, that you're mm -hmm. stuck up, that you know any of those things. And when people hear that kind of stuff, they don't want to work with you. Word does travel, and people do take that word seriously, especially like when you're super late. People start talking about you, and then it's like, oh, that person's not reliable. This is so needed because we yeah. try to tell our models yeah, this all the time with the with the fashion shows and stuff. Yeah, it's so important making the experience with your clients, with the people who are hiring you, just oh, the yeah. people around you. It's it means almost more sometimes than just the talent in that moment. Yeah, because somebody can come in there that's beautiful, that rips the runway, that does everything right, and someone can come in there that's beautiful, but maybe someone else considers this person more beautiful who's still working on their walk or whatever it is, and at the end of the day, they're going to hire this person if they're a more pleasant person, a more enjoyable person, someone who moldable. makes... Yeah, moldable, humble, who makes the environment positive. Because the other person, they'll work, but they're not going to work as much, and they're not going to work long term. Because also, let's remember, long as women, we do have a stamp for, <laughs> for life. certain yeah. show life, um, and not in general, like not for everything, but yeah. for some for this things. industry, though. For this industry, sometimes, yeah. And so, 
you start acting ugly and you're going to be ugly. Yeah. <laughs> just like and that's real life, you know, and it's, a, and it's, you know, at the end of the day, when people can discard you, they will, unless they're like, I want to do something for her. I want to make this work for her. I want to see how I can help her with something else. People remember that. And the person that's, you know, the person who's like, oh, telling you to come get to stage, just remember that five years from now, that person's going to be the director. director for that sure. person's going to be the producer and they will remember exactly how you treated them. Yeah. If you're a new model looking to take your career and portfolio to the next level, visit themodelexperience.net.